This episode of Okay, Now What is also featured as kind of a second first episode. So at the beginning of every month, we're going to have Larissa Mertenschik, Goddess Giving, come on the show and talk about the energy of the month ahead. She's going to kind of let us know what to avoid, what to look for. And honestly, this won't be as woo-woo as the show gets, as I am a practicing psychic medium. However, the numbers behind so many things in my life since meeting Larissa, oh my God, has she nailed it every time. So if you're unfamiliar with numerology and you think maybe I'll skip this episode, absolutely don't. You have so much to learn right now about the year of 2024, what to expect, what your January was probably like, and what you should be looking for in February. So stay tuned for some neurospicy guidance from Larissa and myself. Hello, hello. Today, I have Larissa Martinsic of Goddess Giving. She is the Goddess Giving, intuitive numerologist, soul coach, all the things woo-woo and beautiful. And she is here to share with us a little bit about the month of February and what that means energetically, as well as kind of like a forecast for the year as well, since we kind of skipped out on January and, and we didn't start the show until February. But first, Larissa, tell us a little bit about yourself for those people who are new to this duo right here. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. You're just such a sweetheart. That had to be like the nicest introduction. And I'm like, who is she talking about? Oh, she's talking about <laughs> me. Okay. Um, amazing. So, um, a little bit about me, um, I'm all the things you said, and I am just your normal, typical, you know, mom, entrepreneur from Queens, New York, and I am trying to do all the things by bringing more light, love, and energy into this world to make the place, this world, you know, a little better. And I spend most of my time working with private clients or group coaching, but usually it's talking on the phone with you. <laughs> no kidding, right? We figured we might as well just make this into the podcast series once a month where we get on the phone and we just, you know, chit chat. And yeah. I, I I don't think it's any coincidence, Catherine, that you didn't start the podcast in, in January because you weren't supposed to start the podcast in January, January. And I'll tell you why. So in numerology, although we entered in the 2024 year, which is a universal year eight, and we get that by adding two plus two plus four, which equals eight. And I will get into what that means, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. But the month of January was a nine energy. And a nine energy is never about beginning. It's about closing. It's about releasing. It's about letting go. It's about forgiveness. However, it's about learning what is of value in your life and how to be a high valued person and how to only engage in high valued activities. It's about uh, taking your skill set and bringing it into the world and becoming known for that. It is a highly emotional month. Um, a lot of lot of healing going on this month. I don't know if your followers could agree with that, but it's it's the month of where you are going deep, deep into the soul on a very, you know, spiritual level. And you are really trying to figure out the blocks and the karmic ties and the connections that you've made. Are they of value? Are you living up to your highest potential? And then releasing this and moving forward into February, which is a universal one energy, which is a rebirth of the soul. It's a brand new beginning. Whatever you do in February will have longevity. It's like a fresh start, uh, power, 
energy, momentum, speed. It's all about being assertive and being a leader and being a risk taker and having courage to finally step into your power, which is a beautiful thing because you have been talking about this podcast for quite some time and you tried to start it months ago and it didn't work out for you because it wasn't supposed to. You were supposed to start it in the universal one month energy, which is February, which is also the beginning of the 2004 universal eight year. And that is all about power, authority, leadership, being a business-minded CEO, baddie that you were born to be, the creator of your destiny, and understanding that the year eight is about material wealth. It is about material possessions and gains and abundance and good health and prosperity and romance and love and intimacy. It's all the things as you bring your life into karmic balance and you balance the material world and the spiritual world, but you lead with the spiritual and then the material is a result of the work of service and all that you do. So, and we are also entering the year of the dragon in Chinese astrology. Um, that is on February 10th. So we've got a lot of power, a lot of energy around 2024. And I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. And I'm not going to say it's going to be great. There will be challenges. There will be hardships. There will be very high highs and very low lows. In a year eight, what goes up must come down. So as you feel the momentum build, it's up to you to become a vibrational match to maintain that high as long as you possibly can before you come down and crash. But here's the thing. We don't have to crash. We can go back into a state of balance, which be, would be a state of calm, to prepare for another build. And that is how you must look at the year eight. The There's a saying, as within, I, I'm probably screwing this up because my brain is a little foggy right now, but basically in a year eight, what is that? Whatever's on the inside will be revealed on the outside and reflected. Okay. So year seven, which was 2023, was a year of inter, like going within, finding your true calling again. It was being a little secretive, being a little bit of a loner. It was studying. It was finding new skill sets. It was tapping into your spiritual side. And in year eight, Whatever you did in year seven will be revealed on a very high scale. So if you did good things, it will be really good in year eight. If you did bad, low level energy out of alignment things, you're going to feel that very, very hard low. The eight is not forgiving. It's either high or low. And I think what's so beautiful about having this podcast be one of your first shows is you're getting to put this energy out there so that your listeners and my listeners could really say, okay, I can do this. You know, how many of us start the New Year's resolutions and then it just falls away, right, Catherine? But this isn't about a New Year's resolution. This is about creating a new life, a new energy, a new way of living in an abundant state. Which so is the I choice that- we make. I'm so sorry. Yes. No, I just was going to say, I hope I'm making sense because I can move you are. and I can talk. Yes. No, so, this is ahead. like, this is for every, like, I feel like this podcast and everything you and I do attracts like every neuro spicy individual who totally understands <laughs> the run on there, but you're perfect. And I think that 
with this kind of what you're saying to me, for those of you who are really into tarot and, and that sort of thing with tarot, you have that wheel of fortune energy where it's constantly like, it can be good or bad, but know that all things are temporary, right? So the way you right. choose to go back to that low end where you're feeling less abundant or like more driven toward the lack mentality, it's remembering that you're in a state of balance and that what has come to pass will come again. And it, it, it doesn't go ahead. No, I was going to say correct. And the other thing that I want to say is that, you know, your age, people think, oh, I'm going to be rich. Oh, I'm going to be wealthy. It's a power year. And it, it is. So we all have personal energy and we have universal energy. So I want everyone to think about the universe is giving us this power. Okay. And the universe is saying, all right, I've got your back. This is going to be a year of momentum. It's going to be a year of high-powered like decisions, risk, reward, courage, going after your dreams. But now your personal year will dictate what you need to really focus on in that year eight, okay? And the way that you get your personal energy is you're going to take your birth month and your birthday. You will add it to a single digit. You must keep reducing down until you reveal a number between one and nine in this section. So it's really important that you take your birth month and your birthday. You keep reducing down until you get a single digit that reveals a one through nine. You are going to take that sum and add that to the calendar year of 2024, which is an eight. You will take that sum and keep reducing it down until you get a number between one and nine unless that sum reveals an 11, 22, or 33. That will tell you your master energy for if you're a master year or if you're you know, a personal year one, a personal year two. So Catherine, let's do yours as an example for your listeners. Perfect. What is your birthday? April 19th. Okay, so Catherine is April 19th. I just want to veer off for one second. I'm also April 1st. And what what I want the viewers to understand is like attracts like, and there's no mistake that Catherine and I were brought together for a very specific reason. If you look at her birth date of a 19 and you look at my birthday of a one, it is the exact same energy making us extremely compatible. So her birth date of 19 is not 19. It's one plus nine, which is a 10, which is a one. And I'm born on the first. So we have like, we are soul sisters. I know Catherine like I know myself because her characteristics and my characteristics in this section are exactly the same, okay? And it's interesting because my husband is born on October 10th and I'm born October 1st. So there we go. We are a natural compatible match there. Numbers that go together in numerology are one, five, and seven, three, six, and nine, and two, four, and eight. That does not mean if you do not have that match that you can't be compatible. It just means it's a natural kind of ebb and flow, if that makes sense. Catherine and I have never physically met, but you would not know that. You would think that we have been friends since we were five years old. And it's just a natural connection that we have. Yeah. And it, it is, is because of our soul chart. And that depth. So that's that one and one. And you're saying you and your husband are also... One yes. like that. Yes. Amazing. Now here, here's the crazy thing. You ready? So Catherine, you're born in April, which is a four. And I'm born in April, which is a four. We are both very strong, you know, Zodiac signs right there. No. You're going to take, 
you're going to take your eight, your four, and you're going to add it to the 19, which is not 19. It's one plus nine, which is 10, which is one. So that becomes four plus one. And then Catherine, for my birthday, April 1st, what is it? Four plus one. Catherine, our birthday month and year is exactly the same. So we're always going to be in the same personal energy. So four plus one is everybody a five. When you take five, you're going to add it to 2024, which is an eight, which gives us a what? 13, correct? That 13, that 13 must be broken down into one plus four, making, excuse me, one plus three, I apologize, which makes Catherine and I both in a personal energy of a four. So Catherine is a life path of, what was your life path again? I think you're a five, right? Five. Catherine is a life path of a five, the freedom, adventure, loving speakers of the world who came here, here to experience things and have change and be flexible and adapt and be the change maker of our society. And she is a five life path living in a personal year four under a universal year eight. Now, I am a life path one, the independent, original, creative thinkers of the world who came here to walk an original path. How many people can say they're an intuitive numerologist? I think I'm doing it, right? And I am in a life path one in a personal year four under the eight. So everybody will have different numbers, but the number that will always be the same for every single person right now is the universal eight year. So I want you to think of the fact that that eight is telling you, I must be strong. I must be independent. I must be a leader, the captain of my ship. And I'm going to steer this bitch wherever I want it to go. If I want to be happy, it is up to me. If I want love, it's up to me. No one is coming in to save you in the year eight. It's all on you. You must look at your life and you must say, if I am a CEO, as the CEO, I must accept full responsibility for my wins, for my losses, for my challenges, for my hardships, and for my failures. The CEO is the last person standing in that company, and everything falls on the CEO. And that is the year eight. What people don't understand about the eight is that it is destined for greatness, but for some reason, that eight will make you feel like you have to struggle to have more of a like a reward. Almost to say, I worked so hard for this. As if to say, then the destination is more valuable than if you had ease and flow to get there. So the destination for a year eight is greatness. But the journey, whether it's going to be easy or difficult or challenging or full of love, that flow is totally up to you. Now, Catherine's in a year four and so am I. And Catherine and I must set our future up so that we are building a solid, secure foundation in the four corners of our lives, which are love, health and well-being and, you know, your spirituality and evolving as well as business and finances, as well as passion and creativity. If Catherine's life was all about business right now and she was making multiple six figures, which she will, but didn't have love, 
is her life balanced right now? Absolutely not. And the year four is about making sure everything is in place and that you are getting grounded and rooted and secure. There's no more wishy-washy in the year four. Up until now, Catherine and I could be like, well, maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to do that. Maybe I want to go back to school. Maybe I want to move. Maybe I want to be a writer. Maybe I want to be a singer. I don't know. Year four, it's go time decisions. And what did I tell you in the beginning? I said the numbers two, four, and eight match. So Catherine and I are in a personal year four with the universal year eight, but that's like double. You get what I'm putting down? That's like, bam, that energy is so strong for us. I almost want to say, Catherine, if we can't bring our goals into our reality this year, or at least get the ball going to the direction we want to be living in, then I don't know if it's going to happen the way that our visions are happening in our mind's eye, you know, this is the year to make it happen. I've heard you talk about this before where you focus, if you think about the last time we were in a year eight, which would have been 2015, what struggles were we facing there? And from a personal standpoint, because this podcast is all about, you know, overcoming struggles and like, where do we go? Like, okay, now what? Like, what are we doing with our lives now? And so if I personally look back at 2015, that is when I was pregnant with my son, Wesley. My marriage was very detached. I was in a very depressed state of mind, even though I should have been very celebratory. I felt very isolated, very alone. I was not yet working for myself. I was spinning my wheels financially, just trying to crawl the hell out of any kind of debt that I had. I was anxious. I was distractible. Uh, My marriage was falling apart and I had no idea. And in this last year of 2023, I really kind of set the tone in the last couple of months of it to make this year the year of finding balance, right? So you talked about those four pillars are love. I'm in a, a beautiful relationship for the first time in my life. That's very supportive and, and lends to my balance, actually, very much so. You talk about health and well-being. I'm actually tracking to wean off of my anxiety medication because I realized how much of that was circumstantial and situational and how good I feel now. Um, of course, I want to say to like never do that without your doctor's permission and working alongside your doctor, yada, yada. And then you said the other parts are our business, like finance. And yes. what's the fourth pillar? Oh, yes. Um, passions and creativity and outlets and French, like, because it can't be all work and no play. So you are, you are not a result of your work. Your value to this world is so much more than what you define yourself as. So your it's really important. Is. Yes. You really, really have to become somebody of high value, it means that you're exploring all parts of yourself. Maybe you're taking cooking classes. Maybe you're doing rock climbing. Maybe you're doing Pilates. You have to live life. The money is great, but what are you doing with it for your soul? So I I look at the year four and the year eight as the, the kind of like the grind without the hustle because we don't hustle, guys. We're too spiritual. We're too evolved to know that we... We do not hustle. We catch ourselves hustling sometimes. We do because because we're impatient, but we have to pull back. But Catherine, the grind that I'm talking about is getting the ball moving in the Mm -hmm. direction of where you want to go. The inspired action. Yes. So for example, 
one of the things that I would suggest to all the listeners right now, whether you're, and I want to go back to 2015 for a second. Don't let me forget that. But I want to suggest everyone do this. And I want you to write out everything in your life that is difficult. What is keeping you up at night? What is causing you stress? What are your fears? What are your anxieties? And then I have been working and studying Neville Goddard's work, who's amazing. Um, He is one of the greatest metaphysical teachers that has ever walked this planet as far as I'm concerned. And he talks about the law of assumption and the law of vibration, which is the true laws of manifesting. The law of attraction comes after the law of assumption and the law of vibration. And he talks about that the universe only knows specifics, that you are God, you are source, you are divine, you are from the creator, you are all things, light and love, and you are what you say you are. So if we speak to the universe in a way that commands the universe to provide the life that we desire, it is law, whether you understand it or not, it must come to you. I mean, listen, I'm not a stupid woman, but I don't know how electricity works, but I definitely like, you know, uh, I, I get to use those laws and I don't understand how gravity works, but you don't see me floating. Okay. I use <laughs> the laws are working, whether you understand it or not. So you might as well understand. Right. It. And he states, if you want to truly manifest your greatness, which I want everyone to do, I want you to write out all of these things that are holding you back and speak it into existence in the past tense. I remember when I was unhealthy. By making that statement, you are affirming to the universe the exact opposite of that statement. And the universe must provide to you what energy you're putting out. So if you were stating, I remember when I used to be 50 pounds overweight, guess what? You are not 50 pounds overweight. I remember when I used to be single, guess what? You're not single as of the moment you affirm it. So I want you to take all your negative thoughts and put them in a statement that it's in the past and the old version of yourself. I remember when I was unhealthy. I remember when I couldn't afford groceries. I remember when I had to charge my groceries because I didn't have money. I remember when I didn't believe in myself. I remember when I wasn't an author. I remember when I wasn't a world-renowned podcast host. I remember when I was lonely. I remember when I was sad. I remember when I remember I am all of those things, but now I affirm them to be true and the opposite. So you are to then close your eyes and visualize the opposite of what you just stated. And I promise you, if you do this every single day, it is free. It is so simple to do. If you do this, you will be manifesting greatness in 2024 because the universe is on your side. They are your biggest fan, your biggest cheerleader, and they want you to win. But you've got to be in the freaking game. You've got to be in the game. Stay consistent too. You have to stay consistent. This is such a major thing. People try this for like a few days and they're like, oh, well, nothing happened. Like this is a long game. Get in and keep playing. And when it doesn't feel like it's in alignment with you, keep going because you've been telling yourself how low you are and how crappy you are and how awful things are for so long. 
you're not going to reverse like in my case, 34 years of negative attitude by a couple of days of saying these positive things. So the longer you stick with it, the more of that energy you're putting out there and the easier it will be to see it come to fruition. Okay. So don't stop just after a few days of it not coming up. Exactly. And you have to be careful. You have to be careful what you put out on social media. Like even if it's not being spoken by you, you are sending thoughts and energy all day long. I had a client, well, a client, I was doing a live on TikTok and this woman was asking about love. And I swear her username was something like lonely Lisa 22. And I was like, yeah, um, sweetheart, there's your biggest problem. It was something like that. Don't, you know, but she was stating to the universe exactly what she didn't want. And people mm-hmm. don't realize that you are affirming that to be true. If you say you're poor, you're poor. If you say you're rich, you're rich. If you say you're sad, you're sad. These are choices. And I think what Catherine and I have learned to master on our spiritual journey is it's not that we do these things. We live these things. Yeah. It's spirituality is not something we do. Spirit is within you. This is me 24-7. This is Catherine 24-7. If you saw me in a bar in New York and we were having a martini because I do love martinis, we would have this conversation. Yep. And I think the goal of 2024 is to embody and become that spiritual creator that you are and start to live it. Um, Catherine, you mentioned about 2015 was the last year eight, but I also just for our viewers, depending on their ages, let's keep it going. Right. So I want you to write these years down because these were all universal year eights, 1997, 2006, 2015 and 2024. Now I look back in 2015 and I say, what the hell was I doing? Right. I can't even remember to pick my kids up from school, but I Remember 2015. In 2015, I started to bring my love of social media to the world. And I, I, I really began my social media journey. Um, now I have a huge following, just like you, Catherine, but it started in 2015. But also in 2015, I had an intuitive incline, inclination, a hit that I should sell our first home. And we did that. We sold our home. We bought our dream oh, that's home. Great. And the, my husband is like, all right, Larissa, what, what's our goals for this year? And I said, well, in 2015, we sold our house. We got full ask. We closed within like 30 days or something like crazy. We bought our dream house and everything like, like interconnected. We had enough money to buy the next house. My husband started his business. It was like divine intervention. And that is when you know you are living the alignment of the numbers and your soul chart because all of a sudden things are just lining up that you could not have dreamt of you couldn't have planned it that way it went so freaking perfect that you thought you were lucky but you weren't you were in alignment so year 2024 is about getting into alignment with your financial and your spiritual and material well-being. So it is the year to start a business. I want you to think of what your dreams were in 2015 that you did not bring into this world. You're getting a second chance. You're getting a do-over. 
And this, this is also why it's so important that while you're getting this do over, that you're bringing the right attitude and energy forward. Because you think about that saying when it rains, it pours or misery loves company or people I know when I was waiting tables for a long time, there was a woman who would come in that I worked with. And every day she would say, you'd say, Hey, Megan, how are you? And Megan would say, great. And you know, in about five seconds, she'd be miserable again. And everything was always mm -hmm. everyone else's fault. And she always had something to complain about. She's getting kicked out of her apartment. Her car's not working. She lost her lighter, like whatever it is, it was always something. And if she would have just flipped it instead of saying like, Oh, I got a really good tip off table 15. She would instantly say like, yeah, it's like, it's karmic. Right. So she would well, yeah, instantly. Look, how do I explain this to the viewers? So year eight, which is also the infinity symbol. Right. Mm -hmm. So that means infinite possibilities. Right. And eight infinite, on its side. Right. Infinite outcomes, limitless potential, limitless problems, limitless. Li it's, yes. it's just limitless. It goes but here's the ways. connecting. Here's the connecting piece. That eight is formed by the X in the middle. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that X in the middle of where the eight intersects and becomes, you know, an eight is karmic ties. It's karmic debt. It's karmic lessons. It's karmic contracts. It's energy that you uh, are holding on to from past lives. It is energy that you are holding on to from old relationships. And one of the things that I like to tell people is that all of these karmic ties or these karmic lessons, we all have them. Uh, some have more than others. Some maybe not, but I believe we all have some to a certain degree. If you feel you are being held back by a specific emotion, energy, person, friendships, jobs, or patterns, people who are living and people who have passed over, you can free yourself from this contract. I was just teaching in my uh, community, Catherine, about how to break karmic ties. Um, I like to share that a little bit with your viewers, if that's okay. Okay. I want you to envision that you have this divine contract. I want you to see the contract. I want you to see the scroll. I want you to see your name on this contract. I want you to see the other person's name on this contract, whether they are living or crossed over. I want you to see your name on this contract with your lower level limiting beliefs, emotions, or feelings, whatever has a tie on you. I want you to see yourself holding this contract and I want you to see it as a divine contract. I want you to tell this person or tell this emotion or energy that you really, really tried. You tried so hard to overcome this and do this life with this person, but it's no longer working out for you. I want you to forgive this person. I want you to forgive yourself. I want you to forgive this energy and I want you to release them and tell them that they are free to go to wherever they are free to go to the light and love and go on their way and that you bless and release them. When you release these situations that you're holding anger, you have within your heart, you have to mean what you say in order to truly release it. There's a certain formula and a certain statement. I did not create it. I believe the, the person's name is Blair Satire. Please, I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, and the statement goes, 
I forgive all those who have hurt me in this life, in any life, in any way at all. I offer forgiveness to all of those I have hurt in any way at all in this life or in any life. I forgive myself for the part I played and my and my transgressions in this life, in any life, in any way at all. I forgive you. I forgive me. You are free. I am free. I release you. I'm sorry, but to me, I needed that. And I, when I do this again with what Catherine said, it's not something you can, yes, you can just do it once. But if you do it once and it didn't feel like you were freed, you got to do it again. You will, you will know when that karmic tie is released because you will feel it in the depths of your soul. You will feel lighter, brighter. You will feel healed, but you will also feel like something greater than you has forgiven you. Um, there's also a way to state to the universe. When you offer forgiveness, you say, I thank you. I forgive you. I love you. I release you. I am ready to receive the blessings and abundance that belong to me with light and love. I receive, I receive, I receive. Because that is what it's truly about. And, you know, Catherine, we can sit here and we can try to have the best 2024. But life will throw you curveballs. Life will throw you hardships. But I want everyone to know that you chose this because your soul wants to learn from it. Your soul wants to learn from it. Dolores Cannon teaches that, um, you know, the afterlife is where it's like a wealth of knowledge and it's like school and it's all this wisdom just comes to you. But earth is the classroom where you get to apply these principles. Nobody is free of pain. But a year eight, my gosh, a year eight, it's, it's becoming the master of that classroom. So I hope that was helpful. It's very helpful. So just to refocus in on February, what do we avoid? Yes. So February, I would like you to avoid ego-driven thoughts, jealousy, um, selfishness, being self-centered, being about what about me? You know, the victim mentality. Oh, woozy me. Nobody loves me because that one energy is strength, but it's also isolation. It's also loneliness. It's also self-sabotage. And it's a very competitive number. It's a very ego-driven, like, you know, look at me. I'm so wonderful kind of energy. When in reality, it's asking you to be raw and vulnerable and share your weaknesses because in that state of vulnerability is where you are truly authentic and that is your your true power it's opening up to receiving the blessings from others it's about being a leader about you know teaching people how to you know i well it's really about being insp inspirational you know it's also about being creative and being original. So you have to accept yourself as you are the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. How many of you have said, oh, I'll be happy when I lose 30 pounds. Right. I'll be happy when I'm a millionaire. I'll be happy when I have a new kitchen. Oh my God, I'll be happy when I have a Cadillac. 
And that is the ego placing your worth and your value and your happiness on material possession. And the one is the creation of all things. It's God, it's source, it's divinity. And nothing outside of yourself can bring you the happiness. It's an inside job. So did that answer your question? That answers my question, ma'am. <laughs> it all comes from within. It does. That you are source, you are light, you are God, you are universe. You are all of that. And every single thing you speak, every single thing you think, you are manifesting that outcome. And that's, a, that's like, a in layman's terms. Go ahead. Can I keep, can I leave you with one last thought? Because I know you're, I could talk forever with you. <clears throat> so you had mentioned that in tarot, right? Mm -hmm. That each card, you know, has a, has an energy we know that right so if i was to look at the tarot cards and i would go from the fool all the way down because you talked about the wheel of fortune right the fool is technically a zero energy yeah. because it's like you know infinite source so if we were to count them down the card that is represented by the number eight in tarot is the strength card and mm -hmm. i think that's a beautiful way to really you know think about what the eight is and it's known as justice. And it's a card about balance and infinity. It's a card about creating for shape and things forming. It's about um, fertility in the sense of potential. It's about determination. And it's the beginning and the end. It's a full circle. So you're coming into a full circle moment. And this is where the eight in numerology is about completion of like those karmic lessons that I was talking about. And it's all about entering a new phase into your life. When you lead with the spiritual, that is the goal of the eight because the material must be a result of that balance. So I hope everybody takes this information and really applies it and, and sees this as an opportunity for growth. Where can everyone find you, Larissa? Oh my goodness. Well, if I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> That's it. TikTok. TikTok. No, but um all my social media is goddess giving. Um I only have one account and only one handle. I do not message. I do not DM. I do not follow. If you get a request from me, it is a fake account. My website is the goddessgiving.com and um you know you can email me you can connect with me and i would be happy to answer any of your questions so i look forward to hearing from all of you thank you thank you so much for being on here everyone always has so much to learn from the numbers and the way that you deliver it so it's much appreciated and larissa will be a monthly visitor to the show so look forward to hearing from her again in march yeah, you guys can't get, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> no, there's no getting rid of her. I tried. I just decided to embrace her. So I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, Y'all enjoy your, yeah. Just want you to know that this is going to be an extremely successful show. So get ready because Ooh. it is about to turn up and I love you. And um, thank you for always being so kind to me and having me on your show. You're so sweet. Thank you for being on here. And just you guys, if you listen to one episode a month, you turn in for this wisdom. Okay. All right. We'll catch you guys all in March and you know, I'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for tuning in.